So what did you bring all that crap for? What oh. are you going to do with that? Oh. Before we continue yeah. here, what are you going to, well, don't do it now, but just tell me what you're going to do. Oh. Don't well, hit me with that either. No, so. no I'm not going <laughs> to hit you with that. That's for sure. No, 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 because you'll hit back. I'd like to welcome everybody to episode, I believe it's number five of Roll For Me With Ron. Um, today my guest is... Patrick Foley. Patrick Foley. Director, Director of Engineering. Yeah. Right? Yep, that's him. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, what he's done in the past, how he got here, and and what he's going to do for us in the future. So um, I'm the Director of Engineering. I'm a mechanical engineer. <coughs> um, graduated from North Carolina State University, home of the mighty Wolfpack. Go, Pat, go. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, Did you play ball? No, didn't play didn't play any ball in college. Right. Um, but uh, worked for textile companies and uh, log splitter companies that brought me here to Colorado. So designing equipment for those. Yep. Okay. Yep, I was doing research and development there, and um, also uh, window coverings for mm -hmm. Hunter Douglas and Levelore. Really. Yeah. Cool. So a lot of the. The hardware systems that raise and lower your shades or tilt your tilt your blinds. So, like the mechanic, I mean the uh, powered ones. Yeah, powered ones or the cordless ones, and then then uh, for level or some of the machines that are in Lowe's, where they cut oh, the, okay. yeah. they cut they the cut the blinds, the blinds to, to size yeah. and all that. Yep. So, and then uh, other other industries I've worked in uh, the can making industry. That one's interesting to me because that's yeah. a that's a huge industry industry and those machines are incredible actually. Oh yeah, the the speed that some of them work at is just amazing. Yeah, amazing in that uh, it can run so fast. Yeah, and it has to be so precise. And, and I mean, it's just incredible when you watch one of those things run. Um, for example, how many cans an hour or a day do they make in one of those? Um, like one machine. I was focused on the body makers, yeah. so that's like the bottom portion of the can. Yeah, and it would operate at 350 cans a minute, and then that would feed decorators that would put all the artwork on the can, and those would operate around 2,500 cans a minute. Wow, that's moving. Yeah, a crash would not be good. No, it's not good. Okay, not good. They have yeah, that wouldn't be good. So, all right, and then after that. Uh, joined joined uh, New Tech Machinery. Oh, okay. So learning from you guys. That's good. Yeah. So the it's uh, it's been fun learning that aspect of it. Uh, at Hunter Douglas and at Levelor, we did a lot of work with roll forming, mm -hmm. but that was much smaller. Even uh, the headrails on metal blinds that we called gutter headrails, mm -hmm. they're only two inches wide and two inches tall. Yeah, different animal. Yeah. yeah. But uh, those would be stationary. In so were, were you actually roll for, you were roll forming those? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So those large stationary machines that we had in uh, Salt Lake City and uh, Mexico. <clears throat> so a lot different than what we're doing here. With the well, I would imagine. Machines. So you say large machines. So to make a two inch by two inch U-shape is what it would yeah. end up being, I'm assuming. Yeah. How big is the machine to make that? Um, I think it was around 18 stations and about 50 feet long. Whoa. And 
Uh, so they'd make, you know, like say implant machines and they'd run them day in, day out. So what did you bring all that crap for? What oh. are you going to do with that? Oh. Before we continue yeah. here, what are you going to, well, don't do it now, but just tell me what you're going to do. Oh. Don't well, hit me with that either. No, so. no I'm not going <laughs> to hit you with that. That's for sure. No, 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 because you'll hit back. Um, that was some of my props and stuff for uh, innovation and things that we were doing. So like log splitters and listening to folks. Um, I don't know, just that that aspect of uh, learning things mm-hmm. and uh, making sure that you get people engaged and the diversity aspect of it, you know, getting different viewpoints. Right. Um, That's huge. That's a big part of of engineering and making new stuff is yeah. gathering up all the information from all the people and making it into something. I mean, that's basically all it is, really. Yeah, and problem solving. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my son's going to school now to be a mechanical engineer. <clears throat> Where's he going? He's going to CU Boulder. Oh, nice. So he's a buffalo. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so... Showing, telling him that um, you know that problem solving is a key part of it, and understanding what problems that you're working on, mm-hmm. and you don't necessarily have to have the answers because I don't have them, um, but going somewhere and getting those different viewpoints, mm-hmm. uh, experience like you bring to the table, and all of your guests mm-hmm. that you've had uh, before me, um, you know those resources are essential oh yeah it's absolutely essential and for to do what we do here yeah um it's not just one person it's a bunch of people yeah you know that's just how it works and just having those different viewpoints experiences um you know the saying that if the only tool in your uh toolbox is a hammer then all your problems look like nails yeah so that's why it's good to have different types of hammers yeah, and you, you brought a yeah. few with you, yeah. didn't you? So, uh, yeah, my roofing hammer for you. Well, everybody recognizes that, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got your, that's an old one, though. Yeah, that's a ball peen. And then, uh, you know, framing hammer. Yeah. My best friend Brad gave me that when, uh, as a wedding gift, Ooh, of all things. That's heck of a wedding gift. Yeah. Huh? So, Were you uh, building something at that time, or...? Oh, we were always working on projects and stuff together. So growing up. Cool. And so, I see oh. one big one there. Oh, yeah. I don't know what's got, going on uh, with that, but. Well, we got a oh, log splitter. So. That's. Yeah. That's a heavy-duty log splitter there, man. Oh, yeah. So that, um, I was thinking about, you know, some of the projects and stuff that I've worked on. Yeah. And coming, what brought me here to Colorado was a job with um, company that made log splitters. Really? So the hydraulic ones. Yeah. And just kind of having the different perspectives on things, where uh-huh. um, you know, understanding people's different viewpoints and what their experiences are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you're in, you know. If I was in 1700s America and I had to split wood faster, I'd probably come up with some ideas like, okay, we'll add a bunch of ribs to that and 
split one piece of wood into six, eight pieces with each swing. Right. Of course, that's a dumb idea because that that's like 60 pounds. Yeah, there's no way that I could come up with, in 1700s, an idea to have um, a firewood processor mounted to a skid steer with a 30-inch chainsaw coming down and yeah. 150 horsepower of turbo diesel oh, oh, oh. energy <laughs> going through it. Yeah. You know, because you would never see anything like that. Right. But uh, so being well, I mean, able that, to... That's called the... That's just transition. I mean, this is technology, yeah. right? So we went from this to log splitters to whatever. Yeah. Right? So as we evolve, and it's getting those different viewpoints and things that other people have seen. Sure. You know, it's just like the roll forming industry. Um, if you go back into the into the New England and, and the, gosh, go overseas even, um, people are making gutters out of wood. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, bending roof panels with uh, by hand, really. You know, a pair of tongs and, and just bend them up yeah. in pieces. So that's all evolved into what we see today through, you know, people's thoughts and engineering processes. And yeah. that's just how it, how it transpires. But that's what we want to do is take that and develop it further. Yeah. And I think we got a great team here oh, uh, to do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we have new engineers throughout here, really. Um, there's only one that's been here for a good amount of time, that would be Adam. Yeah. But I'm really excited with you and the, the other guys that are here now. You bring a lot of new stuff to the table. Yeah. And I think that's good for this company. You know, you got different set of eyes looking at different thoughts and you know you bring all the experience that you've had in the past and the other guys yeah. and we'll turn that into something good yeah, absolutely we've recently come out with a new wave panel machine and i know you guys have been doing some things to help improve that so yeah. why don't we talk about that a little bit see where you're going with that yeah the um the wave um is a great machine um adam had worked on uh some years before i started mm -hmm. here and um uh, it's a great machine. Um, we have a variable frequency drive control on it. Um, it uh, produces a, a panel with a minimal amount of uh, changeovers or tooling changes. Um, you've got options for the 16.4, uh, the 12.1, um, those panels, 8.1. You can run aluminum, run steel in it. Um, it's a great machine, and what we've worked on over the past six months or so has been helping to improve our, our consistency in that machine. Mm -hmm. um, it's a faster machine than uh, our others, um, with speeds up to 150 feet per minute. That's, and that's the variable speed. Yeah, the variable speed helps with that. Uh, yeah. Also allows you to slow it down and control the stops and starts. Mm -hmm. So that um, uh, you can operate it in a jog mode or at uh, different speeds, so that you can handle the panels. Right, and that's I think that's the very first machine that we've ever done that on. So yeah. it's really new technology for us, basically. Um, but I think it's been well received out there. We've sold quite a few of those things. 
Yeah, it's it's been uh, operating really well, and uh, we're preparing more for uh, higher production rates. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a custom machine, but it's one that uh, we we're standardizing. So you're you also designing a new base for it, are you not? Yeah, for implant applications. Yeah. Uh, to focus, you know, at speeds of 150 feet per minute, it's kind of hard to handle. Um, out on the, on the, at the job site. So um, a lot of what we're looking to do is optimize it for implant use. So having a new sturdy base for it. Right. Um, we're looking at options for different uh, power options, electric only, gasoline only, and then we also have the combination with one machine that has both gas and electric on it at the same time. Which is also that's a first. Uh, again yeah I was just gonna say that's that's a first in this industry I don't think anybody's done anything like that so yeah those are the kind of things we do here yeah right yeah so, it's it's a lot of fun yeah so let's talk about um, projects that you guys might be doing that uh, are geared towards helping our customers uh, one equipment. that we're currently working on right now is um, with the SSQ two and notching uh -huh. and we're working. We're working to develop better software for that. It's more accurate, as well as um, there's a lot of things going on with that machine at the same time. Uh, as you notch a panel at the entrance to it, form the panel, and then at the exit, you shear that panel to the exact length that you want. And uh, with the notching system, with the cover sensors for safety, um, there's a lot of different things that can cause the machine to stop. And we were making sure that in the software that you know how to recover from that, that the software helps you recover through that with unique automatic mm -hmm. control Like if panel. it would stop arbitrarily, you'd have a way of working around that and, yeah. and get back to square one or finishing that panel. And finishing the job. Right. Because ultimately we want to help the customer get that Get right. the job done. Well, and that's, you know, if, the, if that machine's not running, that customer's not making any money. No. It's basically spits out money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so. And that's another thing that I really like about what we're doing here is uh, our customers are really engaged. Mm -hmm. And they're really driving to make sure that the machine's running. Right, right. Uh, because like you say, if the machine's not running, they're not making money. Yeah, I mean, they've got guys standing around waiting for them to run panels off, yep. right? So, so anything um, we can do to help them. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's uh, why we have our call queue and the service techs that we have on manning the phones is to try to keep all of our customers uh, in working order so they're making money. You know, yep. they're not sitting there trying to wrench on this machine and not knowing what's going on. So, yeah. so how yeah. often have you used this? I mean, how many times can you swing this, oh, this? without stopping and having to breathe hard? Like uh, maybe <laughs> once. So uh, yeah, I, I, I have a hydraulic log splitter. Do you? That I use mostly. Uh, that's this is that's this wise. is more for uh, more for just home entertainment. I see. <laughs> I see. So if you're gonna put some shingles on your doghouse, you'd use this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if you're going to build a doghouse, you'd use that one. Yeah, building the doghouse, we do this. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, you have different tools for for different for problems. different things. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
<laughs> Our engineering team, uh, really proud of those guys. We have a great diverse group. Um, Adam's been here for 16 years. Mm -hmm. um, mechanical engineer, um, he knows the history of a lot of the machines. Uh, has worked with you, worked with uh, Steve, and our uh, field service guys. Adam's our best um, asset. asset for the electrical aspect of the machine. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and we've got Brian Duff, who is, his background is machining, uh, designing equipment, designing parts and pieces, making those. Uh, he's got a really good uh, background on our processes and our, our products themselves uh, so that, you know, he's doing a lot of work right now with our engineering changes mm -hmm. as we're uh, updating equipment um, and updating parts pieces. A new engineer that we just brought in is Alex. Um, he's got a, a great background in uh, systems as well as the mechanical engineering aspect. Uh, he was working with Ball. Oh, so uh, he was doing here. canning and stuff before. Yeah, so oh, he, yeah. you know, understanding the body makers and the mm -hmm. systems around that. Yeah, I mean, our service techs, you guys have a lot, of, a lot of input from those guys because they're actually out there with these guys, yeah. working on their machines and, you know, listening to what they need and what their yeah. needs, what their wants are. Um, do you guys, you guys also got a, new, a brand new program, I think, don't you? An engineering program for... Um, like doing tooling and whatnot that we've never had before. Yeah, so getting getting into some of the details of the stresses that are put onto the panels, mm -hmm. um, that's one of the things that we're gonna be utilizing more um, to help help us get to um, a more consistent machine. I think that's gonna be great. Yeah. I mean, we do a good job with it we have in the past. Oh, absolutely. That's just gonna enhance what we're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's... Uh, it's something that's designed to actually, to actually program that stuff for you and, and make it easy for you. So yeah. Hopefully it works well. Yeah. Um, it still is going to take a lot of effort, a lot of work, um, you know, from the resources that we have in the plants, mm -hmm. the guys that are putting the machinery together, Steve Lavagnac and those guys that are um, adjusting the machine, setting it up. Um, that, that's really key to what our total success is. So you guys in the engineering group have done some travel gone around to you. I mean, like you've been to the Mexico plant and you've been uh, to job sites before, have you not? Yep. So you actually get to see how this stuff gets used and yeah. and that kind of helps you, um, your thought process of what, what it takes to do that. Right? Yeah, and that's key in understanding, you know, how our equipment's used, you know, because you don't want to design something like this if you're not going to be pulling nails. Right, right, um, right. Probably lean more towards uh, your ball-peen hammer. Mm -hmm. And neither one of these, none of these can do what a roofing hammer does. Yeah, yeah. No. So, And I think that's very important for you guys to know, to have that knowledge, you know, yeah. to spend some time in the field. Um, I know before, one of the engineers that we had, he and I went out in the Denver area quite a lot. Uh, with new equipment and we we're, you know, putting it out there and getting it tested and, and spending yeah. a lot of time out there. So he, he really got acclimated to what was going on, you know, yeah. and I think that's real important. So. Yeah, having that connection is, is key. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Well, I'd like to thank Patrick uh, for joining me on this uh, podcast. It was a great session here. Thanks a lot. Um, thank you, people, for joining us and, and like us on all of social media. And uh, we'll see you next time. Roll forming with Ron. Yes. Yeah. You ready? We can do that together. That, that sucked. We can do that again. All right. Ready? Join us next time. Join us next time on Roll Forming with Ron.